0: these fucking sons are playing like trash
1: super trash
0: yeah i mean it's 115 to 95 right now in the fourth three minutes left
1: you know who else got three minutes left my mom
0: oh shit (laughs) sorry i don't know why that went solo what the fuck what happened i don't know that just went solo (laughs) it was only recording you well no i mean i heard you in the background oh well this is gonna be like the nerdy episode of Cigars and Bars. The super nerd episode. Yeah, the super nerd episode. I'm going to go see Guardians this Friday, by the way. i already seen it. I know. No spoilers. I won't spoil it. Oh, we're going to spoil the fuck out of the Super Mario movie, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you
1: something, though? What's that? Guardians is the best movie since Endgame. That's a bold statement, my guy. When you watch it, you'll you'll tell me I'm right.
0: As soon as I see it, you'll yes. be the first person I message for that. I'll be ready. All right. Well, I'm not going to number this episode because we did 51.5 this past weekend. So this will be another bonus episode.
1: Just episode question mark.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to name it episode. (laughs) We're we're not on the timeline anymore. (laughs) We're not on the timeline. We're going totally off the timeline. Like episode. Playoffs. (laughs) Drake. (laughs) Let's get this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to the bonus nerdy fucking amazing episode of Cigars and Bars. I mean, at this point, all 13 of our listeners should know who the fuck I am. I mean, I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And as I said this past weekend, the bitches that make me sandwiches call me Poppy Stew. And joining me today is the one and only... The third
1: The third time? The third time. No, 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 no. Last time was the third time. Oh, the fourth time.
0: This is number four, baby. May the fourth be with you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Sonic J. Yo.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here for the next hour and a half. Hour and a half, people.
0: Or however fucking long we decide to go. Might be longer. Yeah. Might be longer. That's what she said? Yeah. Possibly. Ding. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck are you,
1: my guy? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing pretty fantastic. Uh, got a new job. Fire. It's going pretty good. It's good shit, pal. Yeah. Uh, it's still it's still in retail, but you know, it's not at that. Uh, it's not a mattress room anymore. That's cool. good. I hated it there. Boss I mean, was an asshole.
0: I mean, most bosses usually are. I mean, it, it, I mean, I know. I know. Mine listens to this show, and he's actually pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to him. Hey. I mean I dropped him on here. It's Silas. Shout out to Silas, yo.
1: Hey. But nah, uh, I just uh wasn't happy there anymore. Left. New job is super dope.
0: So what was it? Just boss acting like an asshole or
1: Yeah. Like he would uh he would constantly gaslight me and everything. And oh he would, that guy. Yeah, and he would treat me like the worst out of everybody that was working under him. Yeah. And you know, I just left. And uh so, for a good chunk of this year, like, this year sucked, bro. Yeah. To top it all off. Like, a lot of, uh, a lot of my friends passed. RIP to them. You know, that, that was, like, the beginning of uh, the year in January. Fuck that. Yeah, man. Then I was out of, like, I was in between jobs for, like, two months. And then end of March, uh, started at my new, play, new job, and it's been pretty good since then. That's good I, shit, man. Everyone there is extremely nice and very
0: helpful. Um, That's how I feel at my new job, too. Like, I started there in February. Mm. and like it's been so fucking dope like the my boss has been fucking like just fantastic like he's hilarious the training class was small so it was like me and two other dudes oh and like the two ladies that were training us were fucking just awesome to be around so like it made coming in at seven in the morning actually palatable yeah and like you know the view from my fucking desk is gorgeous that's super dope. Did I ever show you that?
1: Nah. Oh, dude. The the cool thing about my new job, it gets out two hours early. Nice. Than my other job. And so it's at uh it's at Lazy Boy, right? All right. So it, like whenever there's like nobody in the store and is like not busy, we're just lounging around on the loungers. That's,
0: that's the a, view from my that's desk. That's a dope view, bro. Fucking facts. That's a super dope view. I mean, I've put that on the CBW M&S Instagram. You people can go and look at that also those dms are open but yet we never get questions it's always like fucking bots coming in like it's
1: like you hey you know we think you'd be a great ambassador for our jewelry fucking facts bro <laughs> i've gotten a <laughs> couple of those bro you've gotten that too Yeah. so many oh my times god bro. so many times to- and then like you got the bots who are like uh um what is it they're they're acting like their radio show hosts and stuff yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. hey your music's fire okay cool thanks what'd you listen to Hey, if you want to pay for radio shots, <laughs> <laughs> they, like right after.
0: That's as bad as like those fucking promoters that are pay to play. Yeah. Like it. Like, I swear, there's dude. This past like month, on both the CBW MNS account and my personal Instagram, I've gotten bots that are like, "Do you want to fuck?" Yeah. Send me $20 for... And I'm like, I don't think my wife would like that, but uh, fuck off. Yeah. And then, like, for the people that try to message the... Like, try, like the bots that try to message the show account. Yeah. I'm like, do you have questions for the podcast? And they're, like, confused. And they're like, uh, no. And I'm like, then you can politely fuck off. Yeah, leave. Adios. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear about you, especially not our 13 listeners. You. I fuck. Love those yeah.
1: guys <laughs> so, so funny enough I thought I like So I had a I had somebody Share one of my songs On their Instagram I have no idea who they are They just randomly found My Instagram And they listened to A few of my songs And they shared one and you know i i messaged the guy and i was like hey you know thanks for sharing my music i really yeah. appreciate it and i thought it was going to be like a bot or something because they only had like 300 followers mm. and um, the guy messaged back he's like yeah it's really dope i really love this song and he's talking about the lyrics I'm like oh you're a real person okay cool <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just talking to him back and forth and I, he asked like what my inspirations are for my music and i you know told him logic and he's like you know i i actually hear that in a lot and a lot of your songs that it's a very Logic-like vibe, you know? And I was like, oh, yes. You're
0: doing like, something right. Yes, you're listening. Yes.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I'm doing something right because they can actually hear that, you know? Um, cool thing is, so Logic's performing at a show in Phoenix on June 30th. Nice. I'm going to see him with a VIP ticket. Nice. And I'm bringing a copy of my comic book and uh, uh, my a flash drive with my logo on it, all of my music, and... Um, a file or a folder on there with like a performance mix Nice. and I'll tell them like I don't know if you'll have time to listen to this before you come on stage but if you do and you like what I have everything that I've made is inspired by you and I'll tell them if you like what I have and you want to see what else I can do I have a performance mix and a folder separate from everything else on there I can perform tonight for you if you want me to Cause it's, and I'll tell him, it's my dream to work for you on your label. That's fire. And I'll, give him, and I'll give him the comic book. And I was like, this is something else I wanted to give you. And it's something else I do. I have this whole comic book series because I wanted to give my fans something more visual to follow along with story-wise. Yeah, that yeah. also inspired me to make because you write novels and you have this story within your music. That inspired me to make this and do this whole thing. Dude, that's a fire pitch. And, like, I don't know if Logic listens to this, but I, if he does, shout out to you, my guy. That would literally be the coolest thing ever. But, like, I've been playing in my head, and I need less than 60 seconds to talk to him about that. And if I have that, I have a, like, I I was, like, just breaking it down because I'm very analytical. I have, like, a 70% chance of something, like, actually happening from that. Which that's, would be dope, man. Right. Um, so. Where's he, where's he performing at? He's a, he's performing at this. I forgot that what the venue's called, but it's it's in Phoenix. Is it a outside pavilion? I think so. It's like a the stadium action pavilion. It's like a stadium thing. Stadium thing. Yeah, because so like. they have like they have like like tons of rows and seats and stuff. Those tickets are fifty dollars, but like to get in VIP and to be in like the pit, it's like a five hundred dollar ticket. It's crazy. But... If you get that ticket, you um you have the opportunity to go to a Q&A session uh, that Logic does before he does, like, the sound
0: check and stuff. Nice. So that's when I'm going to, like, hey, man. like I Oh, have- he's going to be in the Arizona Financial Theater?
1: Yeah. Nice. That's what it was.
0: I just looked up his tour. Yeah, that's the last show of the tour, too. Fire. Dude, I love just Logic. Like,
1: like, and I was thinking, like, if that's the last show of the tour, right, that's, like, the one and only chance that, like, he would probably let any fan or anybody like do anything. Cause it's the last show of the tour. He's not going to really care. Like right. everything else is done.
0: Well, I mean, if you got a VIP ticket, you got to take yeah. advantage of that as best as
1: possible 100%. without trying to be weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 100% and I'm not like, and I'm playing it in my head. Like I'm going to be nervous, but I'm going to talk to him. Like we're on the same like level. I'm not like idolizing him, like freaking out. Like, Oh my God, logic's here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, like I, like I'm in a huge like fan and inspired by logic for years now. Like I. Bought all of his books. I read all of his books, including his memoir, which is his entire life story. And I even got it, like, signed and everything from him. But, like, I just, like, just looking at my future for my music career, I wouldn't want to work under anybody else but him. Because of, like, what he does. Yeah. What his, like, his message is. And, like, creatively what he does. And, like, after that, if that turns into a conversation, because I also have, like, my contact info on that same flash drive. If it ever turns into a conversation, like one of the things that I noticed whenever he signs a new artist to his label, they always post a video on their pages talking about their process and like how they got signed, blah, 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 how they met Logic. Yeah. And then their message is, what does legacy mean to me? And the thing is, before I even like saw all of that, I've been talking about legacy in my music forever. Yeah, like my, my whole thing is like having a never ending legacy, which is like a domino effect of like legacy stuff. Yeah, like my legacy inspires the next person's legacy and they inspire that person's legacy and so on. That's what I want to do. Kind of like how in English classes, we're still learning about Shakespeare. Yeah, like his his like creativeness in writing those stories inspired Like, hundreds of years of other authors. Yeah. That's the same kind of effect that I want to have. Oh, dude. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and I'll tell them that. And, like, and I'll tell them that's why I think I'm a very good fit for your label. Because what I've already done, what I have a foundation of, and having the assets from that label, I'll just blossom like a whole garden of, like, amazing creativity stuff.
0: Fuck yeah, man. Like... On the, on the topic of your music, everyone, do yourselves a favor. Go on Spotify and go fucking listen to Potential. I've been bumping that shit fire, bro.
1: I got another one coming from yeah? another uh, a punk artist. Nice. So she's the lead singer of Tonight's Sunshine.
0: Nice.
1: I follow her on Instagram. She's, she's fucking dope. She's literally the coolest ever. Yeah. And so we're working on a little EP together. We have a plan for like four songs so far and probably more because we just... We have so much fun when we're working on songs together. Nice. So we have one song that we already finished recording. We have a rough draft of it now. It's not mixed yet. It's called I Don't Care. Okay. And then the next one, um, we're still, like, writing and stuff. And then we have a third one that's, like, really, really jammy. Like, it's, it's not anything that's, like, complicated. It's, like, one of those rock songs that you can just, like... Like, bop two in the car. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a, like a Blink-182 song. Oh, Fire. Like that. And it's just like... Yeah, just like, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Hey, do yourselves a favor and go follow fucking Romy on Instagram, yo. Firekid50. Yes. She's dope. Tonight's She's Sunshine dope. is dope, too, man. Yeah. Like, a couple of times I've seen them live, like, I was just blown away with how fucking good they were. And also, <laughs> I, was, I was making a joke with, with uh, my lady, because uh, I saw a picture of Romy one day, and I was like, dude, she looks... Like, she could be fucking uh, DJ Herm's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Herm, yo. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I got to get Herm and fucking bonus on the show, too. I got to get the Tortilla Factory in here. That'd be fire. But, man,
1: like, it's just... It's been really crazy. Like, I just got back from L.A. a couple weeks ago, too. I saw. And that what was, was that? awesome. It was... Like, every time I go to L.A. with Tommy, um, I it's always... It's always like another thing, like a lesson. Yeah. Anytime I'm with Tommy, it's a new lesson that I'm learning and I'm continuously growing oh, as that I'm, like, dude,
0: around him. That dude wow. is like a fucking well full of wisdom, man. 100%. Like, anybody would do themselves a favor and like sit in the same room with that man. Like they'll learn something or get roasted by him. Either either way, both may I get, happen. I get both all the time. Yeah. Like, when I, when <laughs> on the way there, it's always a roast
1: session and I can't, I can't roast him back because I can't. I, I just like I don't want to be mean to him. Well, that's the thing. Is, is I know. Did you ever joke, grow? Up, did
0: you ever grow up in a house roasting everybody? Yes, around you? I ha- I'm the oldest of seven <laughs> siblings, man. Of course, I have. So, like, you got to understand, Tommy. Tommy can take a roast, bro. Like. There was a show at Thunder Canyon, it was like a while back, and, like, me, Tommy, and Runt were outside literally roasting each other into a battle rapio. Oh, shit. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> remember that one time he he was roasting you about wearing a Grace t-shirt outside? Yeah. <laughs>
0: just- but, dude, he said, dude, he roasts me every time I see him, bro. Like, like there was one day he was shitting on my shoes, then he started fucking giving me shit because I was wearing, like, I was wearing these baseball socks that were, like, the Padre socks, and, like, yeah. I had just watched a game earlier, and, like, I was all, like, in brown and white and shit, and I was like, dude, that's a fire-ass look. And he's like, man, those socks probably go all the way up to your thighs, huh? And I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out Tommy Will one time, man. That yeah,
1: dude, he, I love that dude. Yeah, he's literally the GOAT. Um,
0: <laughs> Yo, did you went to that uh the fucking show, The, tour, the, yeah, the Truth Wars. With Your
1: Whiskey? Yeah, I did. I'm the dude, last one.
0: Front to back, man. That fucking show was fire.
1: It was. One hundred percent fire. Dude,
0: opening with Tommy, I was like, yeah. "This is this is gonna be a strong show."
1: No, and he he was telling me a uh, 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 a story on the on that tour. There was a show, and he was the opener. Yeah, and like no, he wasn't the opener. The opener left, and most of the people there were just there to see the opener. He gets on stage within like the fourth bar, because uh, like. Like twenty people just walked outside. Yeah. One girl who heard like the start of Tommy's song. Yeah. Went outside and brought all those people back. And they were all fucking with Tommy.
0: Yeah. Well that's that's something that like I've tried to explain to like younger artists and like rappers, musicians, whatever. I'm like, if you have quality stuff, people will come to you. Yes. Like your B selection's gotta be fire and you gotta have bars that people are like, okay, that's dope. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I'm like that. When you're in a hip hop fucking room, like people are there for the bars, right? Like, so I mean, if someone's coming up there like mumble rapping and shit, people are just no. gonna be like, ah. Whatever.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. The very first rap show I went to when I first moved here. It was so at, sorry, it was the second rap show. The first rap show was, at, was at a futuristic show and Tommy was actually there but we didn't actually meet at that show. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk to each other. We talked. We met like three months later, which is crazy. But anyways, at that show, I met a photographer because I that was like, when I first moved here, networking, met a photographer. Photographer invited me to a different rap show. At this rap show, there were six people on stage at the same time, all different artists. Were they rapping their own songs? No, they were rapping other popular trap songs and throwing money in the crowd. And they had like four other girls taking selfies on the stage. That was the like it was like that for three hours straight.
0: I think I remember that show because I remember one of the artists was like trying to pitch throwing money into the crowd, and I can't remember if it was Beezie or Trauma. I can't remember the, who it was that was just like. Don't it wasn't fucking do
1: that. It wasn't. It wasn't at Thunder Canyon either. Like I've never had a bad show at Thunder Canyon. Yeah, yeah. So it was. um I think it was called Encore or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and, like, what's funny is, fuck, when I was in line one of the guys in line was like yeah they had to up the security because like last week they had a drive-by shooting and two people died and i'm like sitting there like new to arizona i was freaking <laughs> out i'm like bro i should get the fuck out of here well, you, like, th- right there you alone, learned bro about, like, i didn't the know two... anybody but that photographer that's already inside yeah yeah show up like i told him like hey like i want to meet other people that's in like the music shit out here so i can do something and i talked to the dj after the show and i'm like hey man I'm another artist. I just moved here. How can I get on a show? And he's like, the dude was drunk as fuck, too. Didn't understand anything that I
0: was saying to him. Dude, that's that's the thing with Tucson. Like, anybody who comes here, like, if you want to get into the music scene, there are literally two halves of the hip-hop scene. Yeah. You have the half where it's always usually, like, a chill vibe, and it's always dope music and whatever. And then you got the half of people that are, like, the best way I could describe it, like, these are the reasons why I say I hate rappers. (laughs) Because I'm like best way i could describe it is like like when zeus and i hosted the rap room of the hip-hop show yeah dude the first half of that show was trash ch- like garbage and it was like you could tell because like all the dudes that showed like there was i can't remember, for the fucking life of me remember what his name was but this dude showed up into the room he's dressed in all white dude it's in the middle of summer he's got a fucking white jacket on with all these chains that look fake as fuck Oh, no. And then, like, he's got those big-ass sunglasses on, and he just looked like, like, if you were to look up fuckboy in the dictionary, there's probably a picture of him there doing the buddy Jesus pose, like, you know, so I'm like, oh, this dude thinks he's, like, the biggest shit. And then, like, he started rapping, and there were literally, like, four or five people that came by the room, walked in, heard two seconds of him, and then just left. Oh, my God. And then, like, he's sitting here rapping to an empty room and like at the end of his set he's like i don't understand why nobody wanted to fuck with me like i got dope shit and i'm like actually bro you sound like every other fucking rapper that's trying to be a rapper and clearly doesn't have a passion for this no yeah so and i'm like if people like if you have passion for your music like you'll fucking see your audience grow like with your quality like as it goes best example i could use you know who ambition is no, but it sounds familiar. She's a she's a rapper out from Phoenix. Uh-huh. First time she came down here was for one of BZ's Bar with Friends shows. Okay. Showed up wearing this fucking powder blue old school Lakers jersey. Oh and no. And some fucking shorts to match it. No. Bro, she looked fire. Showed up, mind you, cute as fuck. So and her smile is infectious. Like she could fucking just kill a room with a smile. And then yeah. she gets on stage can spit bars, does R&B, does all this stuff, and, like, you could just see people gravitate towards her. So that was the first time she showed up. Second time she showed up, she noticed, like, as soon as her name was on a fucking poster, more people decided to come and see her. When she showed up in that rap room that Zeus and I were hosting, dude, the whole place, that entire room filled up to capacity for her. And I'm just like, she was surprised. Like, I didn't know that many people fucked with me out here. And I'm just like. And it's because of the passion. It's the passion. It's the realness. People can fucking, like, people can pick up who you are through your music and through your conversations and just who you are. I see. You know what I mean? And it's like, so when you hear a rapper that's like, you know, this motherfucker works at Target and like. Doesn't uh, doesn't do shit on the weekends Except for Riot Raps But then he's out there I'm toting guns Motherfucker oh. You're just like Okay Terrence like, Okay Okay <laughs> I'm just saying man Like be true to yourself And put out your quality shit And you will see your audience grow
1: 100% And that And I think I mentioned it On the last show Um, When I first Like before I even wrote My first song Like that I released I met the rapper From Linkin Park and Mike I told, Shinoda? Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, I think I think I did tell you about that yeah, before. Yeah. But yeah, he like I asked him like what kind of advice you can give me. And he says just don't do it to try to gain anything material out of it. Like money or women or anything. Cause like it's okay to do that, but if it doesn't come, like there's no reason to keep going. Right. The passion's not there. Right. And if you do it, you get it, okay, cool. But then if you lose it, like what's the reason for you to keep going? But if you do it because you love to do it, Love
0: is always going to be there. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, is if you do it because you love it... Yeah. Like, fucking De La Soul said it best. Do it for the love, then release it commercially. Yep. You know, like, that's the recipe right there. And
1: the other message that I learned from Logic is uh, if whatever you do, like, music-wise, and you love what you did on there, and you release it, there's going to be other people that love the same thing.
0: Oh, 100%. Like, that's fucking god honest truth right there bro like everyone always grab it. like this is i always say like when i spread music to my friends i'm dr stu prescribing musical dope because everyone wants to come back for more uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i'm like yeah so like whenever like i have friends that come into town or something and i know a show's coming up and i know it's gonna be a good vibe and good music and shit i always bring them out you know, just because I'm like, I got a, I got a few homies that uh, I fucking interviewed a few weeks ago. Uh, you guys can go back and listen to that show. It's called I'm From Chicago. <laughs> and ah. like, those were old friends of mine. And they're doing their music thing right now. And I'm just like, dude, go out to shows and network with people. Because they got a quality fucking sound, bro. Like, everybody in that group can spit. Fucking Isha does R&B type shit. And I'm just like, dude, you guys have quality shit. I'm like, I just sent them BZ's Instagram. I was like, yeah. reach out to her, fucking talk to her, send her music, like, fucking, you know, yeah, like, like, start getting notoriety. And like, dude, you, when you're quality, people will fuck with you. Yeah. And it's just a matter of actually like putting it out there. And then just like, it's like fucking throwing a fishing line out there, bro. Yeah. Like, like you got quality bait. Fishes are going to come for it
1: and it, it's a it's a really cool thing because it, it, it's 100 percent true like a lot of the times when i go out to la and i meet those new people right those other new artists from hard drive and stuff and i talk to them and just from having those conversations and telling them what i do showing them what i've already done showing them what i've already created they think it's super dope and yeah. then like we we're like we're, we're we're friends right there he follows me i follow him back we talk a bunch of times and like while i'm out there nine times out of ten we do like some kind of song together and it's super dope hell yeah yeah and and
0: and that's it like just fucking having conversations with people can fucking open doors for you 100 percent. it's just and you never know they're probably like talking to you going oh shit this guy's dope i want to work with him
1: yeah you know, like and, and they can see it, you know, just from in the, like the lesson I learned from Tommy, the connections you have with people in person is a thousand times more personal than the connections you make over online.
0: Oh, 100 percent, because like sitting in a room with somebody, you can actually get their vibe and you can yes. actually talk to them and get on a personable level with yeah. these people.
1: Yeah. And that's and that's what he taught me on this last trip is to take every advantage you have in the future whenever you're in the studio with other artists because yeah. you never know when you're going to have that chance with those same exact people in that same exact room in that same exact atmosphere
0: oh dude fuck yeah like yeah. like after that Blimes and gab show like i remember that whole day i was just cheesing all day because like i knew Blimes from a long time ago and like i met her in la a long ass time ago mm. and so like when we did that meet and greet over at harambe she saw me and was like stew and then it was funny because when she said that, I could see trauma, BZ, and, like, Tommy go, wait, what the fuck? She knows Stu? That's <laughs> like, crazy, bro. And, like, she remembered me because I had a big-ass crush on Gavlin, and she's just like, ah, I remember you. <laughs> like, That's crazy. We're sitting there telling each other jokes and shooting the shit, and I was like, yo, next time you're out in Tucson or if I go to L.A., like, I want to interview you. And she was like, let's make it happen. And I'm like, fuck yes, dude. Yeah. Like, her and, and fucking Gab, like, I love both those ladies, dude. They're fucking dope. But uh, let's get into some nerdy shit. Yes, I'm ready. I was just about to say the same thing. (laughs) You're reading my mind, man.
1: I was just about to say, bro, I want to talk about
0: Mario. Oh, my God, bro. Like I remember when it dropped, like three or four of my coworkers had already seen it and they were just they were just blown away by it right
1: it was was everything you wanted a mario movie to be
0: right and so like i because i remember initially when the trailer dropped a bunch of people were complaining about chris pratt not doing the fucking it's a me mario you know and i was just like so you want him to be an offensive italian like
1: (laughs) so so that's the thing though like when i was watching the movie bro like there's times where he wasn't doing it and there's times he was, and I couldn't really, I didn't, it wasn't very noticeable. Right. Like, I didn't li- like listen to it. It's like,
0: that's not Mario. Right. But like the entire movie, like as it starts, like I, I remember just the first time I watched it and I remember when it opened and it was like the, the fucking, um, oh, what the hell are those things called from Despicable Me? the minions the minions yeah i I don't know why i was blanking on that but like they were opening the the movie and i was like what the fuck and then just seeing like that ice kingdom and then i saw the penguins and i was like oh this is fire Mm -hmm. and then when bowser's like whole ship that looked like an island fucking showed up and then like all the koopas acting like soldiers so i I caught the one with the eye patch like lifting his eye and i was like what the fuck man yeah because it was like They made Bowser such an imposing figure, but also just goofy enough to where you're just like, oh, yeah, he's a video game character. Yes. But just like the entire bit of Bowser wants to wants to marry the princess. And yeah. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. But just how they pitched Mario being in the real world Mm -hmm. and then suddenly ending up in the Mushroom Kingdom. I was like, that is so fucking brilliant. Because, like, he's a dude from Brooklyn, him and Luigi. Like, yeah. and the, bro, the fucking Super Mario ad in the beginning, the Mario Brothers yes. plumbing, I fucking popped huge so, for that. You, so you know what it's from, right? Yeah, the old Super Mario Brothers show back in the day. Yes. And as soon as the song came on, my ears perked up. And I was like, oh, my God. And just... The advertisement and everything. I was like, they got this down to a fucking t. One hundred percent, and that phone number actually works too. I know, I know. When you call it, <laughs> so you know what's funny. So I heard rumors
1: that because of the success that Illumination did with the Super Mario Bros. movie, they're letting Illumination um, attack, like I guess in a sense, create the Super Smash Brothers universe. That is fire, bro. Yeah. So they're saying they're saying that the next movie is probably gonna be. Um, metroid oh
0: that would be dope
1: yeah it's a it's a toss-up between metroid because there's like mixed rumors around there it's metroid or it's gonna be zelda
0: oh a legend of zelda movie like if it's done like mario
1: yeah i yeah oh no honestly i think it might turn out to be that also there's rumors that they're making um like you know how they came out with lightyear yeah they're gonna make a woody
0: movie and oh, dude, Lightyear like was fire, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, it was. And they're saying that they're going to make a Woody movie, and it's going to be like an old Western. You're going to have...
0: That's so dope. And
1: they, but they're still going to do what they did in Andy's room. They're going to have the force field dog and the dinosaur that eats force field dog. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that would be cool.
0: Dude, I will say with the Mario movie, like, just how they did every single character in that film, it was just perfect down to a T... I love that they made princess a badass yes like she was gorgeous but she's just like she's a princess and she's like i have to i have to protect this kingdom yes and i'm like dude this is so fire her introducing mario to the power-up boxes yeah and then just that first like if you could pass this obstacle course and it's just a giant mario level i was like this is so fucking fire the the balls that were spinning were just like the fireballs that like that uh yeah. like spinning the app or er, in the fucking uh games and shit and i was just like this is so cool
1: the only thing that i would say is a small disappointment is they didn't have the dude on the cloud with the fishing pole to yeah pull, to pull him out of the water yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah if they had that the movie would have been 100
0: perfect That's oh the yeah thing that i was like
1: where is he at
0: yeah but he was the one guy i was looking for too. but Saturday like
1: night live made a joke about that is like what if we fall off the track there's a guy on the cloud and a fishing pole that pulls you back up and you back <laughs> on
0: the track i was kind of expecting that with the with the cart scene yeah but like when they went onto rainbow road like my brain was just like this is so fucking dope I love how they how they actually presented the superstar and like what it does and makes you invincible and then just makes him overly powerful. I was like, why didn't Bowser use it? That's what I was wondering too because he I had was it like the whole time. He had it the entire time, but he was fucking he was distracted by Princess. Cuz like he wanted to marry her, and then as soon as he was like, "And I'm going to sacrifice everyone in your in your favor." She's like, "What? No. That's
1: not what I want." Right. <laughs> So, so, the other thing that I loved is that even though Seth Rogen was playing Donkey Kong, yeah. he still did the Seth Rogen laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got the DK Donkey Kong the yeah. laugh. And I was like,
0: yes. I think the only thing that irritated me is that uh, she didn't, or like when uh, Peach was like, we have to go to the Jungle Kingdom, I was like, dude, Donkey Kong Country was right there. I was like, we gotta go to Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Like, that would have popped me. But I was like, dude, the little references throughout the fucking movie, like that little stand with all the toadstools, like there were so many like little Easter eggs that were in that stand. I was like, this is so fucking dope. But just like the music throughout it, like it paid homage to every single Super Mario game. You know, it's funny, too. So um, not a
1: lot of people talked about it, but I noticed it right off the bat. In the scene where they were making the carts, yeah, they played for five seconds and showed two two of the um, the gorillas making a car. Yeah. The Contra theme song, and they were dressed as Contra characters. Yeah, yeah, you I saw that, that too. Yeah. I was like, no, because I'm watching all of these Easter egg videos and stuff that I missed. No one's fucking talking about that. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be the only one that know what the fuck Contra is. But that's the
0: thing is, like, like to people who like, – Mario's a household name, right? So like everybody who's ever seen a fucking Nintendo ad has seen Super Mario. So like everybody knows who he is, but not everybody's like played deep into like the Nintendo universe. And so like when you see like little things like that. Yeah. Or just like the characters from from Donkey Kong's Land like yeah, you, you like see
1: Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, you even got um what's that dude? Um from the from the Donkey Kong sixty four, the big one. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Oh yeah yeah yeah. I forget his name oh off the top God. of my head. Chonky. Chonky, yeah, yeah. Dude like that
1: He was there.
0: Yeah. Dude, like the whole the whole thing of like Donkey Kong having to be like that big muscular guy who's who's got like insecurities and shit. Yeah. But he's like he's pretty much Hulk and he wants to smash everything. I fucking loved every second of it. And then that one scene where they team up and like donkey kong gets the fire flower and mario gets the mushroom and then that side scrolling fucking like
1: donkey kong yeah dude
0: if they made a spin-off like donkey kong movie where it was just like his upbringing and like how he became donkey kong
1: i would love that shit listen man imagine this bro imagine this just because they did that with fire donkey kong never seen before okay there was an old thing back on youtube called mario bro z i remember Sonic the Hedgehog used the Fire Flower And turn into Fire Sonic Yeah We could still get that We absolutely could So the one thing That they haven't used In the Sonic movies Is the shields yet I noticed I think That They're gonna utilize The shields In Sonic 3 And that's the only way Sonic can beat Shadow Because Shadow's The same speed as Sonic Yeah And he uses guns And Shadow can teleport
0: Yeah How else is he gonna beat him? Dude, Shadow is low-key one of the best, like, anti-heroes. Yeah. Just in all video games. Yes. But yeah, dude, this Mario movie, like, I love that you got a little bit of, like, the the vibe of Luigi's Mansion. Yes. Yes you know him being scared and the yes. facial expressions and the whole you know, like,
1: god <laughs> literally i was thinking like if i was in luigi's position i would be terrified
0: oh 100% like, bro so
1: it wasn't it wasn't like oh well, luigi's just a wimp no anybody in his position would be freaking scared to death
0: oh dude just the moment when he fucking when he collapses bones and, and then, then he's like, like huh, he's sitting there like yeah. ah got him and then all of a sudden the bones start coming back together he's like oh shit and then all of them I was like, "This is brilliant, bro!" Like and he
1: gets into that castle, closes the door, and then you have all the shy guys behind him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> dude. But like, I love that every single scene you hear little snippets of like the music from like yes. Mario Brothers Three. Yep. So like when they go underwater, you hear a bit of that music. Like yeah. when when Luigi's in the fucking darkness, you hear like that castle music. Yes. You know, like little shit like that. I'm like, this is so it was, fucking. It great. was
1: literally the perfect Mario movie. You couldn't get any
0: better than that. Oh dude, the references, the jokes, the like just the power ups themselves. Yep. Like I loved just that scene of of fucking of uh, Princess Peach like explaining to Mario like eat this mushroom and he's like, no, I don't like mushrooms. Just so eat it, fun. and that's then he so eats funny. it, and then he grows, and he's like,
1: "Oh my god, I want to see him eat the big mushroom." And, he, and like right before he eats it, he like looks at, it, he's like, "Oh, that's a big one." Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, that would have been so funny. I loved, I loved how they actually portrayed like traveling through the tunnels. Yes. You know, it almost was like going through the Bifröst. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so fucking dope.
1: I, you know, I'm I'm also like when the, when P- Princess Peach was talking about our backstory i was also kind of sad because i'm just thinking like dang she probably just like was either like abandoned or she yeah. ran away and then her parents never found her
0: yeah and i was like damn yeah and then sad. all the toadstools just like took over and they were like you're
1: our princess <laughs> imagine imagine she 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 didn't end up in uh
0: in the toads world yeah she
1: went like somewhere else like well what happened
0: yeah dude like just every every little thing, like when they were traveling, and then like when you saw the when I saw the upside down pyramids, I was like, oh, I remember that level. <laughs> you know, I'm like little shit that that was just throughout, and I'm just like the little kid in me was like, I remember playing through that and jumping through that, and, yep. and I'm just like, dude, it was it, the movie was perfect. It was perfect, and like that's one of the only ones that I think as soon as it drops, like like to where you could buy it, like I'm 100% buying it because I'm yeah. like. Dude, just that entire movie front to back just brought me so much goddamn joy. I was so happy watching it, man. I was like, this this is fucking awesome.
1: It was literally like the best movie. And I'll tell you what's going to be awesome. Yeah. Spider-Man.
0: Oh, dude, I cannot wait
1: for that. Here's, so I've been talking to my friends about that movie, and they think The Flash is going to be better than Spider-Man. <sighs> and I'm like, bro, d- all right, listen the there's flash sh- is going to be dope like flashpoint yeah, paradox is going to be
0: wrong. fucking fire don't get me wrong dude. The michael movies... keaton batman is going to be yes. dope but dude come on all the spider man every single one all the spider-men dude when i saw spider-man 2099 in the trailer i yeah. was like get the fuck out of here bro. there's also a, there's
1: also a, a leaked rumor that the only live action spider-man that's going to show up in the movie is andrew garfield And so I'd
0: be fire with that
1: The third one is titled Beyond the Spider-Verse So I think that one is when Miles Morales comes to uh, The MCU universe Yeah Right And he's gonna be fighting Alongside Tom Holland In Secret Wars
0: Who would you cast As Miles Morales In the live action
1: (sighs) Honestly I would uh, It's a flip I would either Have them cast somebody That no one knows Mm Mm-hmm And make it, make it like, make him a big, you know, big thing, right? But cast him, like, nobody knows who this dude is. Make him big. Or, just off the top of my head, if he can actually get the character down and act it, Jaden Smith. Oh, I was thinking about that, too. But Jaden Smith, he's really skinny. Yeah. He's going to have to put on a lot of muscle to even, like, fill out the character, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, if, I think that would be the greatest. But he has to actually act it out cuz he I feel like he's he's too calm. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales is still like very energetic and sporadic. He's still yeah. like getting into the Spider-Man thing. So he has to he has to act out with more energy and put on a lot of muscle.
0: Oh dude, I cannot wait for Spider-Man 3 to drop for the PS5. Bro. Dude, like you mean Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. It's 2. Oh, is it 2? Yeah. Oh, it's, I consider Spider-Man, it the third game. as Miles Morales. Dude, that two. Miles Morales game blew me away. Yeah. Because, like, the first Spider-Man game blew me away just because I was, like like the entire time i started noticing little shit like i played with my headphones on so i was like because i wanted to pick up every sound in the game yeah jumping off buildings and starting to swing through and that hero music plays yeah and then like when you're playing the miles morales game little lo-fi like boom bap hip-hop beats plays you're swinging through the city i was like that's fucking dope you, you know what's
1: cool is uh i heard that spider-man 2 is going to be two-player online
0: oh that would be fucking dope are you kidding me? Just like open world, fucking like oh, we got to go here and fucking stop yes. Doctor Octopus. That would be so crazy. Also, have you uh, like seen
1: gameplay or even played the Resident Evil Four remake?
0: I have not yet. One of my coworkers has been playing through it, and he's been raving about it. Listen, that
1: is one of the best games I've ever played. Really? I listen. I'm a big Resident Evil fan, right? This is the best
0: Resident Evil game
1: out of all of them.
0: Really? All of them. So, like, it's it's a remix. Do they they make any deviations from the original 4? Yes, they do. Yeah? Yes.
1: The gameplay is so smooth. Yeah? And literally, it is so fun to play.
0: Dude, the one I wanted to play for the longest time, but I need to get fucking VR for it. I wanted to play Village in VR.
1: Oh, bro. Bro, Resident Evil 4 in VR? Yeah. You can dual-wield that's so dope
0: you can carry you can dual wield shotguns that is fire yes dude the one game i'm i'm looking forward to playing i'm probably gonna buy it tomorrow when i get paid uh that fucking new jedi survivor
1: i heard that was good i've been hearing i i personally don't like the the new those ea games i i Uh, love play the first one yes i didn't like it really i got got stuck in dothamere
0: for real i
1: couldn't go anywhere and then like when i try to leave on the ship to go to another planet they're like "Ah, uh, nah, i gotta finish the mission here i can't progress i keep getting in a death loop to the first freaking animal that's right there i'm not a high enough level to do shit <laughs> you can't avoid it no it's too fast and the cow is too damn slow because he doesn't have the double jump and the dash that he has in the second game so no
0: you get that later in the game i know but i didn't have it
1: So listen man What I'm saying What I'm saying is That game Survivors The last game The EA was contracted to make Their contract is over After this year Dude I want With everything And every ounce That I am For them to make A Battlefront
0: 3 Oh 100% Bro, listen, man. The second Battlefront game. They
1: almost finished it back in the day. It was supposed to come out in 2011. Yeah. On the 360. Yeah. I want to live in that universe where it was real, (laughs) bro. Listen, man. I like this is something I I like I think about all the time. Yeah. It, It is the only, the only Star Wars game that is a Battlefront game that had simultaneous. Yes, you heard me.
0: Simon Simult- we talked about this the last time you were on the no, show man where you could simultaneously be on the ground and then fly in your ship
1: yes yeah you have simultaneous ground in space battle yeah what other game has that
0: yeah I remember trying to find one because I was like I could have sworn I played one and no. then I realized no 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 they
1: listen EA had an opportunity to make that happen for battlefront 2 and they dropped the ball.
0: Oh, dude, EA dropped the ball with a lot of shit, man. Like, I was actually talking with one of my coworkers about this not too long ago. Like, we were having a conversation about something, and I was like, yeah, that was until Madden fell off. And then he was like, what do you mean? Madden's still dope. I was like, dude, have you played every Madden game? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, what's the last dope Madden game you played? And he was like, oh, 2020. And I was like, nah, bro. 07. 07 was fire, bro. I was like, dude, the franchise mode like being able to sign dudes to contracts and having player and team options and actually fucking being able to control your team yes, and like actually build chemistry between the guys and fucking like you're in the league. (laughs) Like you get to fucking like, dude, the fact that you can create a team and then draft guys to your team and then fucking like actually be like put into the actual league. I'm like, dude, the franchise mode now is stripped down to like bare bone parts And, like, the one thing that annoys me about EA, and they do it with FIFA, they do it with Madden, is the whole pay-to-play bullshit. So, like, when you're you're doing, like, fucking ultimate teams, right? Yeah. Like, I play a lot of FIFA. I love FIFA. But, like, I notice just playing through it, I'm like, dude, I'd rather do, like, career mode. Because I'm like, dude, going through the career mode and then controlling the team and then being able to build chemistry with the guys and build your character.
1: Listen. Listen, bro. So, speaking on EA... I just want to have a gaming company, a decently sized gaming company that Disney contracts, and only the only thing they make is Star Wars games. EA they have they are making all the sports games, they're making X Y Z, blah
0: blah blah, Battlefield, blah how, blah blah. How how would you feel about like if a company like Bethesda decided to make a Star like Star Wars games?
1: No, the reason why I say no is yeah. because the last handful of things that they made was yeah. garbage.
0: I don't know just, man I've been, bro, playing, I've been latest, playing fucking uh, Ghostwire Tokyo that shit is fire. Okay, I haven't tried
1: that but I played Redfall. That yeah. shit is oh,
0: Redfall fucking, was trash.
1: So tra- Bro, literally like the first like tutorial mission I'm like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Why is it like Everything's so clunky feeling?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then
1: like you go through the tutorial mission, you go to the freaking the firehouse, you kill the vampire downstairs. Yeah. That was like the AI of the enemies were trash.
0: Yeah. Oh dude, you know what game pissed me off genuinely? What? The remake of 13. What? Did you ever play the game 13 back in the day XIII? I don't think it so. It was an old game on the PS2. Brilliant fucking game. Just it was a it was a spy-based game. Okay. So basically you start out on this beach and you're barely waking up, and then there's a woman checking on you, and then she's like, is everything okay, sir? And you're like, what? And then you see her get shot in the head. And Ooh. you're like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And then you have to run out to, up from this beach to this fucking cabin, and the character that you are yeah, doesn't know who he is. Oh, you know what's crazy? There's yeah. another game,
1: almost to a T to what you're talking about. Yeah, It's called
0: Deathloop. Oh, I love Deathloop. But like, 13 back in the day fire fucking game like it was it was basically comic book style so like if you headshot someone a three-panel comic book would come up showing the bullet hitting the guy and like wow dude it was such a fire game and then i remember like my brother shout out to him one time he fucking was like i remember back in the day like when we both still had just ps2s he he was like i was like dude i want to play this 13 game because i used to have like fucking game informer magazines And I remember seeing, like, it was one of those games that was, like, rated five stars and, like, all this shit. And he was just like, dude, I have it. You're going to be pissed at it. And I'm like, why? He goes, just play through it. And I remember just, like, from the start of it and then the actual story building of it. So, like, the main character doesn't know who he is. Come to find out, uh, he ended up having a surgery to where he looked like somebody else. And then there's this list of 13 conspirators so in the beginning of uh, there's, there's this guy that ran for president he wins he ends up getting assassinated like kennedy so his brother decides to run like they, they have a, de- a separate election and his brother decides to run but his whole thing is like i'm gonna do what my brother wanted to do and like picking up on his legacy and he starts gaining traction and then throughout this entire thing you're slowly taking out all these fucking conspirators that we're all a part of this dude's death to make this happen and this happen. It's like spy networking type shit, yeah. and then by the time you get to the end of it, uh, you had killed off like the number two conspirator, and it's like you end up figuring out like he's he's about to launch this rocket, and then you actually stop the rocket from being launched, and then and then you end up getting the medal of honor, fucking medal from the president. So was there
1: like thirteen different endings?
0: No, no, no. So. At the end of it when you get when you get on this yacht right you end up giving you end up being given a medal by the new president who was dude's brother who got shot yeah Yeah. and then so he's like you're the hero you saved the entire country from a nuclear war and blah, blah 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 and then you know you're going through this entire boat and you're like you're coming across people that you've interacted with throughout the game that are helping you and then by the time you end up like going like you get to roam around this boat And then you end up going down into one of these cabins and then you end up going into like the main fucking suite. And then when you go into the suite, because you're looking for the president, you end up looking at his desk and there's all these photos and stuff linking the the new president as the number one conspirator. And then at the end of it, or like you're hearing behind you, you've made a mistake coming in here. And then you turn around and the president's there with two goons and they got guns pointed at you. And then it just clears and it ends. And I was like, dude, that that was so fucking fire and then i hit my brother up and i'm like why'd you say i'd be angry at that and he goes do you know when that game dropped i was like no and at this point it was like 2008 2009 ish and he was just like dude it dropped a while ago and he's like they never made another one and i was like what the fuck then come to find out they make a tv series based on 13 and i remember watching it and front to back followed the actual story and then again cliffhanger ending didn't make another one And then they made a remake of the 13 game. And I was excited because I was like, oh, shit. They made one for the PS4. So I remember downloading it, and I went to play it. And, dude, the remake was so fucking clunky. Like, it was terrible to play. And I was like, dude, this pisses me off so bad. Because I'm like, I remember loving this game when I was a kid.
1: Resident Evil 4, whole opposite. Yeah. a thousand times better. Yeah. Everything's so smooth. Bro, like... It has so much replayability too. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you replay the game, you unlock newer shit that benefits you, and you get to play it as again. Nice. Like so, I the and uh, the faster you beat the game, the more stuff you unlock, and it's like a ranking thing. So the very first time I played it, it took me like like 19 hours to beat it. This was my first time like playing it. Just want to like roam around, explore everything. Right. Um. I so and then I was, and then the second time I played it, I was like, you know, I want to play it again. I'll see how fast I can do it. And I put it on uh, the hardest difficulty because I saw if you beat it on the hardest difficulty, you unlock armor for Ashley and she becomes invincible. Oh, fire! So, and it also, whenever an enemy picks her up, he automatically puts her back down. That's part of the invincibility with the armor, which is, I'm fucking amazing. Nice. Cause I, like, my first playthrough, I can't tell you how many times Ashley accidentally dies because she's just, like, in the fucking way. Yeah. Well, she gets carried away, and I can't do shit because there's just so many enemies. I'm like, fuck, and I don't have ammo. Yeah, yeah. So so, so you get that after beating the game on professional mode. But what I found out on my second playthrough, if you have two million of those pesetas, the money on there, you can buy an infinite rocket launcher. Nice. And the rocket launcher by itself, like you can buy in the first playthrough for 80,000, and it's an instant kill to any enemy. Nice. Including the bosses. But the inter- a blast
0: radius, you can kill multiple people.
1: So you know the giants on, on Resident Evil 4? Yeah. And you remember that one level where it's, there's like lava on the ground? There's two of them. Yeah, yeah. If you shoot it uh, like towards their feet, it kills them both with one shot. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I they didn't just know fall that. fall into the lava. I didn't know. No, you you could do that. But like after like shooting them on the floor with those, it just adds, It just starts the cutscene where you just like, oh, you shot him enough times. It's dead now.
0: Oh, that's fucking dope.
1: Yeah. So the, the crazy thing is I didn't know you can do that until I watched a YouTube video of this guy speed running the game. And he did that. This dude literally, like on professional mode, speed ran the game, a brand new game, in an hour and 39 minutes. I'm sitting there, like, how in God's name do you do half the things this man does? And I find out he's playing on PC. So a lot of the stuff that he does to skip it, you have to have a sniper rifle. And like, if there's a locked door and you have to like go around like the whole fucking shit to unlock the locked door. You go up to the locked door to with your back to it. Take a sniper rifle out, aim down to the floor. You have to have you have to do it on PC cuz you can't turn it around fast enough on console. You spin your ass around like fucking crazy. And the animation of your character spins around like crazy and then you press the A button or
0: the interact button and then
1: he spins around into the door and interacts with the door and unlocks it from the other side what
0: the fuck bro like that dude some people speed running shit always blows my mind like one of the, my little brother used to do that right dude i remember there was one day like he pissed me off so bad playing the first god of war game because do you remember the first god of war game So, like, you remember at the end when you get to Pandora's box and, like, you walk into that room and then when you walk to a certain point, it triggers every enemy in the room and you have to, like, fight through them to get through that room just to get to the box on the other side of the room. So, one day I have my little brother, I'm watching him play through it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm just sitting there watching him and he gets to that room and I see him come in, but then he stops and he starts walking to the left side of the room. And it's like next, there's like all those blades spinning against the wall. And he's walking as close to that as he can without getting hit. But I'm noticing that he hasn't triggered the room. And I'm like, what the fuck? So he stayed on the left side, the entire room, and then gets to the box. No problem. And I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? And he's like, oh, the room triggers when you walk past a certain threshold. But if you go to the left, it confuses the computer to where, like, you don't trigger anybody coming out. But apparently if you stray from the wall far enough, it triggers the room. So there's like a little outline in the room to where if you're just outside of that outline, you don't even trigger it. And I'm like, dude, I spent hours in that room fighting the waves of enemies that are coming at you. Those fuckers that are like fucking constantly swinging axes at you. The, the ones that look like fucking Pharaohs that are coming out and fighting you and flipping. And then you're having to block and parry and all that. And then the fucking ogres that come out of nowhere and the Cyclops that come out of nowhere. And I'm like, and the chimeras and i'm like what the fuck man
1: there's a there's another instance of it and i actually like while i was playing my first playthrough i, I watched a clip of somebody do it there's a part in the game where there's like this bridge you have to go across and it's, yeah like, yeah the castle right and you have to go grab like this this statue's head to put on a different statue to open up a separate room yeah yeah And when you walk across the the bridge halfway across of it it will trigger some an enemy to come out and pull a lever and that brings the bridge down and then you're in a trap and you have to kill a bunch of enemies to get back out yeah yeah but if you have the the crossbow and you put um, mines on it and you shoot it at the wall right next to the lever like you just shoot like two of them then we'll walk across it'll blow up it doesn't even it doesn't need to kill it just needs to blow it up to stop the animation it blows up that enemy and then it's, it, and then he doesn't pull down the lever. And he you just walk across. Can just walk across, grab it, and leave.
0: God damn, that pisses Trump. me off to so, hear it, bro. <laughs> that's, so that's, the,
1: that's the funniest thing about this game, bro, because it has live cutscenes. Yeah. So you can throw a grenade if there's a cutscene, like an enemy shows up. You throw a grenade.
0: Talking about Resident scene. Evil.
1: Yeah. Okay. Trigger the cutscene, and the enemy's dead. And then you're just like, Phew. okay, cool. <laughs> And that was like, that was the funny thing about having the infinite rocket launcher. Cause I know like when they're going to show up, I shoot the infinite rocket launcher walk triggers it dead. Yeah. And it just zooms in an empty space.
0: <laughs> the game I'm stuck playing on right now is a uh, horizon forbidden West. I've seen that. Oh dude. It's Pretty so dead. fire. It's so fire. Like, i'm like anytime i play games like that where it's an open world and like you can constantly travel around and you can unlock other machines and then you can also fucking like do side missions and shit i'm like i should probably just grind these out because i'm like i could just build my character because like it's not like one of those games where as your character builds the missions build harder it's basically like say there's like a level eight mission that you should be on you can fucking upgrade yourself to like level 20 and then go and do that level eight it's significantly easier mm-hmm. and i'm like okay this is fucking dope dude the storytelling in that game and the world building it's so fucking fire and i'm like i enjoyed this a lot more than the first game i still haven't finished it yet
1: one one game that i waited a very long time for and i've been playing it and it's just like it's not living up to the hype dead island 2 oh i
0: i haven't even played that
1: I've, I've been playing it and it's just like it feels very similar to the first one yeah but you can't drive any cars really that's whack yeah and you know what else is the dialogue is whack for real it's just like do you remember when they made the remake of saints row yeah it's kind of like that dialogue oh whack yeah they like they're so it takes place in los angeles and they call it hell a that's how that's how they that's how everybody says
0: it. I need to get out of LA. Dude, games like that where where fucking like gameplay like gameplay sounds like feels like it could be dope, but then like the dialogue just kills it. It reminds me of like you remember Heavenly Sword? Yeah. It was like one of the first games that they dropped for the PS3. I remember playing that and I remember actually the gameplay of it being so fucking good. But I remember just every cut scene, I'd hear, like, the actors' voices. And I'm like, dude, this is so bad. Like, just terrible. And I'm like, the story had it's such like a, potential. It's like Oblivion. Yeah, facts. <laughs> the,
1: the dialogue in that game. I remember, like, I was watching a compilation of worst fucking voice acting. Yeah. And this they kept it in. The fucking lady messed up her lines. And she, you could hear the paper ruffling around. And the, the dialogue. And she's like, oh, let me say that one more time.
0: Yes, Young Traveler. You're <laughs> so stupid, bro. Dude, I swear, like, bad dialogue can kill a fucking game so bad, man. Like, the one thing I'm probably going to be doing after I beat Horizon and Ghostwire, because, like, those are the two, like, adventure games that I've been really fucking... Play,
1: play Resident Evil. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and play that game.
0: Man. Yeah, dude, I honestly, I want to play Jedi Survivor first, because I've heard so much dope shit about that game. But like the first game the only thing that annoyed me so deeply about that game what? was the fact that like say your your health gets low. Yeah. So you have to go and meditate. Yeah. Just to build your health back up. But like say you just killed a giant thing that was a pain in the ass to kill. As soon as you meditate that thing's back. Yeah. I'm like fuck. Why? But the one apparently the one thing they added into the new one from what I heard that I absolutely love yeah. is the fast travel. Yes. And I'm like, dude, finally I'm like I would love to be able so to. faster I like how they added
1: the blaster. Shit. I just I don't know, man. Like EA's been made me so mad. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I just I want somebody else to make a damn Star Wars game. I please. feel that because I know like any other company would make it better.
0: Dude, I would love for 2K to fucking get the NFL contract and make a new game because Madden has just gotten worse Speaking and worse throughout the entire fucking like existence of it. Speaking of 2K, bro, 2K, listen, man. All right.
1: So Lego made a 2K game. It's a it's a racing game. What open
0: world like Forza Horizon, but Lego. Dude, I love that a lot of companies are making more open world type type of games. Like, dude, Street Fighter Six. Yes. The fact that they have a fucking battle port, yep. to where you can walk around and fight other people, that is so fire
1: one thing i will hope they do because they are actually dropping the beta for uh street fighter soon yeah uh that you you can make a customized character
0: oh dude that'd
1: be dope so also another thing that i heard mortal kombat 12 they're going to make a conquest mode similar to deception nice you can explore all the different realms yeah and they're gonna make it like that we can do side quests things like that because that was my favorite mortal kombat Oh I yeah, played, dude. I played the absolute living shit out of that game. Deception and Armageddon were my two favorites. So the thing is Armageddon, I played it. I didn't like I didn't So Conquest was cool. I was just a little ass kid and I was so fucking confused and what was going on. Yeah, when was, yeah. When I when I was following Sh- so Shijinko, what was it That was yeah, his name. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. When I was following his journey, that made more sense. And I was like, I always like love fucking around with the fucking meditative shit fast-forwarding time i remember in the very first level if you're in front of fucking boracho's fucking dojo yeah and th- and there's a park right in front of his dojo with like an arc in front of it and yeah like bushes and shit at a specific time during a the day there is a dude in a mocap costume that runs past that small arc yeah you have like a, a second and a half window to punch him and it causes um uh um a cut scene to happen And then you get a fuck ton of points that you can use in the crypt to buy new shit.
0: Oh, I never knew that. Yeah.
1: So, like, I would always see him, like, when at a specific time when I'm leaving the dojo, like, doing the tutorial shit, learning how to play the game. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Because at first, first, bro, I got scared because I saw him for a split second. And then I didn't see him again. I'm like, okay, I'm either going crazy or I saw something. Yeah. So then I played the game, played the game, blah, 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 blah. And I saw him again. I'm like... Okay I just did a mission Where I had to fucking Do the meditative thing Fast forward time And punch this robber In the face At like 8pm I'm like okay What if I do that So I did it And then he's like there Every like split second And then I miss him And I have to wait The entire fucking day I'm just like Thinking in my head Like everyone around me Is probably being Fucking crazy to see yeah. him <laughs> Sitting in the middle Of the street all Like I see him <laughs> yeah. And then I punch him And he and he's like Oh my balls <laughs>
0: dude like i i love when games put in like little little things like that right yeah and uh, man like there are so many games that like i would want to play but then also i'm like i just don't feel i feel like i would be i might be disappointed by this but like like that's how i felt about Ghostwire. but then i started playing it and dude that shit plays like bioshock
1: oh wait i just remembered something i wanted to tell you that's going to be blowing your mind yeah There's a rumor that they are going to put Neo and John Wick as the guest characters in Mortal Kombat 12.
0: That would be fire. Like John Wick. I haven't seen the most recent one. I haven't seen four yet, but I remember when I fought, when I watched that first one, I remember just like how they world build in that game or in that movie. Yeah. No, And just like, Like it was this guy a, whose wife. It was guys. originally
1: supposed to be a one-off movie, but it was so popular, and they're like,
0: oh, "Well, because like, dude, he fucking bigger, dude. Just that scene of him like killing all those dudes in the room, and then all of a sudden he sees the baseball bat through his wife's car, mm-hmm. and then he's taking that fucking axe and he's breaking all the concrete in his garage, and then you see that Russian dude's talking to his son. And he's like." He's not the boogeyman. He's the guy you hire to kill the boogeyman. And then when he just opens that fucking rack and you see that he's armed, I was like, oh shit.
1: Yeah. Like that scene, like, like I was like, what the fuck is he breaking that shit in his garage for? Yeah. And then he pulls that out and I'm like,
0: Well, just like the little things that they do to build in that movie. So like the last thing his wife sends him is a puppy. And he's like, Oh, I got this dog, and like first feeds it fucking cereal. And then he's like, oh, I got to get him food. And then you're seeing just the relationship build between him and the dog. And it's like, you don't really know much about this guy. You see that he's in a beautiful house. So you're like, okay, he has to have money. And then all of a sudden, fucking when he goes to the gas station and those Russian guys are like, how much for the car? It's not for sale. Bro, like, and then all when he... he
1: had to do was go to a different fucking gas station. Facts. Or just be like, nah, I'll just get gas tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and then all the shit would have been avoided. Literally, he would have been living in peace.
1: Right. And then, dude, and also just, like hundreds of people
0: would still be alive. Facts. <laughs> like, dude, the fact that like when the guy leans into the car and he says in Russian, like everybody has a price or like I'll kill this fucking dog. And then when Wick responds to him in Russian, you're like, oh, he knows Russian. What the fuck? But then just that moment of the dudes like trying to rob him and then they shoot his fucking dog. And then it was just like, yeah, we stole his car. It's like, do you know whose car that is? And then when they, when the dad starts explaining to like who he is. And then when you see that whole armory, dude, that scene, when the fucking guys go to break into his house, just how he focuses in like one shot kills people and like grabs the one guy as a shield, starts shoots like four guys and then pops him in the head. And it's just like, oh, he's a sharpshooter. Like this dude knows what the fuck he's doing. And then, and then like right after that,
1: he makes a phone call and he's like, "Yeah, I need a cleaning duty." And then they're like, "Oh, hello, John." What? Yeah. Dinner plans tonight? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I think I'm staying in. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he's like, well, "How big is your?" No, no, no. When he made the call for cleaning, he's like, yeah. "How big is your party?" Yeah. And he's like, oh, five people."
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn. I'm just like, what the fuck, man. Like, dude, I remember after that, I remember uh, having a conversation with a buddy of mine. He's like, who wins in a gunfight? Just off the cuff, they meet one another, John Wick or James Bond.
1: I just remembered something other, something fucking crazy. So, another great game they're going to be releasing
0: in the fall, Payday 3. (sighs) I played the second Payday game, and I didn't play it. Did you
1: play it in your prime in the, in the prime of the game when there's other people playing yeah
0: right so listen bro listen so i couldn't get a team together I every got, time listen. i played like i would always be dealing with somebody who ends up setting the fucking alarms off so i i got my character on that game
1: to a point where um i can convert two cops to be my allies Nice So instead of a team of four It's a team of six Nice And the cops have Way more fucking health Than any of the People I'm on my team Of course Right And On top of that If I go down The cops revive me <laughs>
0: <laughs> What a What a
1: fucking What a vibe bro And the And the other thing too So like you You upgrade them to the point Where if your teammates Go down mm-hmm. All you gotta do is, is shout at them And they get back
0: up yeah
1: like same thing like when you're telling like everybody get down on the fucking ground you could tell him get your ass back up and get out there and then he gets up and it's like instantly revived like holy shit. Uh, but no like the game the, so I gave so at first I didn't like the game because I like when I first played it I played the demo of the game I got oh, like 360, yeah. right yeah, yeah I didn't like it and then I saw that it was on the game pass and, and the Xbox I was like oh gonna play this again it actually has a lot in it that i feel like it's just old because the game that game came back out in like the the er, like the fucking early 2010s yeah it's an old fucking game and they just like the addition they have in the game pass is like everything that they ever came out with like you can even play as john wick on the game oh that's fire yeah and that's that's the character i play (laughs) And, and then on call uh, like on call of duty like i like i, I want to get like eventually into streaming and shit yeah on call of duty my name and call of duty is john wick jr nice and then like my, my my friend that i play call of duty with every every day uh his name is tom cruise jr <laughs> and then we have two other friends we have two other friends that get on with us like from time to time and shit yeah um so we have one friend his name is debo jr from friday yeah and then we have another guy whose name is uh james bond jr nice and then uh my brother he just recently joined our group he's jackie chan jr <laughs> so we have like whenever we're in lobbies and shit they're like oh fuck
0: <laughs> dude that's how i feel like like I, I play with a couple of guys on rocket league and like whenever we are like shout out to my dude brush like i know he listens to this shit he's he's fucking dope like whenever him and i like There was one day we just, like, ended up linking to each other's Spotify's and just made a playlist and just kept throwing fucking songs into the playlist. And we're just doing casuals, but just killing it. (laughs) And I'm like, I need more of this. I just need more of this just vibing and playing Rocket League. Yeah. But, like... I don't know, man. Like there, there's a few games that like I think right now I've been just mainly stuck in grinding on MLB The Show 23. Yeah. Just because that is one of the most brilliant fucking baseball games, man. Like, dude, I, I took an edible one night and just had my headphones on oh, shit. and just playing the vibe of that game. Like, they they do. Uh, I don't know if you ever played those games, like the MLB The Show series. Yeah. So this one recently, like they've had. They added so much shit back to it so like the team affinities and shit in Diamond Dynasty but with Diamond Dynasty now when you do the mini seasons they actually fucking give you a broadcast like you're playing a a regular season game in in, uh, March to October so like when you actually build your team you hear like commentary talking about them and then like They'll talk about like, oh, he homered last night, you know, and he was the hero of last night's game, but this guy's got a lot of pop, Whoa. you know, and shit like that.
1: Speaking of commentary, I love... Oh, you have a freaking bug on your freaking
0: uh, computer right there. You see it calling around? Oh, I see that. I what don't want to hit any buttons on it yet. Of course, it's on the space. Give
1: me that. He killed him on the function button. On the function. Oh, so speaking of live commentary, I love that for street fighter six you have an option to turn on live commentary in all of your modes
0: oh dude facts yeah and like you get like fucking selena vega and sasha banks and shit like yeah that, that's so dope and
1: then the other thing is like you can make like different like fa- facial expressions when they have like your two characters side by side and shit. yeah yeah bro i'm so i'm so hyped for tekken like
0: i'm a dude, really te- big tekken 8 bro i saw a fucking trailer for that Holy
1: shit! I am a really big Tekken player. Yeah. So like, I am so fucking hyped for that game. Oh, dude, me too. Listen, so so there's also a new rumor going around that um they they know what their mistakes were for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, and they're making a Marvel vs. Capcom 4 with the same fighting mechanics as Ultimate. I'd fuck with that. Better graphics
0: and like a different type of Dude, roster. if they kept the engine from Marvel versus Capcom 2, that is still one of the most excellent fucking fighting three games.
1: 3 is so good, bro.
0: 3 is good, but like 2 was a different energy. Whenever
1: you did an ultimate move, they had the effect where you're like, the comic book is fucking ripping apart and shit. Yeah. That was like, my mind was blown. <laughs> like, bro, listen, listen, bro. Listen, I played so much Marvel vs. Capcom 3 when I was in high school it was like early in the morning I was like I'm, all right, I'm gonna get a couple games in online blah 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 I was like the game's so fucking old bro barely anybody was playing it and I was playing with this one guy before I went to school right he was kicking my fucking ass yeah he beat me seven times in a row and then one time I will not ever live this down this one time I beat him with a sliver of fucking health. nice right I beat him and I looked at his name I was like wait I've seen this name before and then after school I come back so I was just thinking about all oh, And then I go to, like, the worldwide leaderboard on Marvel Capcom 3. This man that I beat one fucking time is the number one player on the fucking leaderboard for that
0: game. I was like, what the fuck? That's happened to me on MLB The Show. It was a couple of years ago. I remember, like, I leaned into, like, the online seasons, right? So, like, you would build your Diamond Dynasty squad, then you'd actually play people in nine-inning games, and you had to actually manage your squad like an actual manager so like if you have a starting pitcher that's getting lit up you got to get somebody ready in the bullpen or if you have a starting pitcher going deep into a game you got to like fucking balance between do i want to take this guy out while he's dealing because his stamina is low or just let him keep going until he gives up a hit or whatever and then like so i remember just playing through the seasons right and i remember like i started at a really low level just because i was like you know just starting out so i kept playing people and like you know, I had like 60 overall and whatever, even though I had a pretty fire team. And then because the way I beat them, they started like pushing me up in brackets. And then I remember one day, I remember just like playing this dude. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Because like he was playing like an actual baseball player. So like playing small ball. So I had to like adjust to him and everything. But I remember like I was playing as the home team. Get to the bottom half of the ninth and I was down by two runs. I get I get my leadoff guy on. Had him still second. Bunt him over to third. Infield bunt. So I have a runner on first and third. My second hitter comes up, flies out to center field. Runner on third gets home. So now it's it's a one-run game. And then I remember just bringing, bringing my cleanup guy up to the plate. And then he threw me a hanging curve and I crushed it. And then ended up winning the game and there was this big animation at the end of dude losing his mind because he just wanted to walk off home run and shit and then i remember just sending him a message i was like hey man gg and he was like yeah that was a really good game and like i was just like left it at that and then i remember one day i was just going on youtube because i was looking for tips and shit and then i remember seeing this name of a dude and he's on the youtube channel and he's talking about it and then i'm watching one of his ranked season games and i see my team and I was like, what the fuck? You know, I, was like, I just ended up beating one of the top dudes in the world.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. And, like, dude, I, I fucking, I, like, yesterday I just got done building my stadium. That shit looks fire. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, didn't, I forgot you can build stadiums. Yeah.
0: I built my stadium. I fucking, dude, I, my new logo for my team looks so fucking fire, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, I, I took time and, like, actually detailed, like, everything. And I'm like, One of my goals right now is i'm going to find like i'm going to take that logo and i'm going to make one of it one of those hats that i made in the game a real hat like i want to do that so like one of the hats i have for my away squad it's a heather gray hat Mm -hmm. has the cougar logo right here in the front black bill and then the outline of the bill is orange and like the button on top is black and all the fucking buttons around it are black yeah. It looks fire, bro. That,
1: look, that sounds fire,
0: dude. After this, I can fucking show you what it looks like. Okay. Like, I actually want to make that hat. Okay. And I'm like, dude, I want to make that hat. And then the home hat that I have, it's it's kind of an homage to the Orioles, cause like my team's color is is orange, black, and white. Mm-hmm. So like the home hat is a completely orange hat. The front of it is so like the front panel is white. Yeah. And then the bill is black. And then the outline is orange. Yeah so i'm like dude i want to make both of those hats i've
1: never seen a hat with like a different colored outline
0: you've never seen that oh. dude look at the baltimore orioles hats brand they're they're all like black and then the front is white and then the then the bill is uh black or the bill is orange yeah. and then the outline of that bill is black that's cool yeah so i'm like dude i, I like i i always shout out our 13 listeners like you love you guys yeah. if one of our 13 listeners works for new era Holla at you, boy. I got ideas. Ideas. All the ideas. Lots of ideas. I'm a hat guy. Walk into my room. All hats. I'm a I'm a hoodie guy. Yeah. Yeah, got lots of hoodies. You know, it's been a while since I've seen you in a, in a Sonic J hoodie. Yeah, it's just because it's the summer.
1: Oh, well, yeah. It's hot. <laughs> it's
0: like, I don't know if you've noticed, but the fucking sun is disrespectful right now. <laughs> it's just like, hey, you, you going to wear
1: a hoodie today? <laughs> it's not
0: happening. <laughs> we're not doing that shit yeah think think
1: otherwise sir (laughs) but yeah yeah next time i'm on the podcast you gotta have the i'm going oh
0: (laughs) well i mean i did find that drop earlier you did yeah you the carl
1: weezer you gotta like splice it you gotta put danny phantom i'm going ghost and you're like oh oh <laughs> or or another one that's really funny is uh, Carl Weezer. Time
0: to take out the trash. Oh, dude! Uh, if I could find it, I'll fucking put it on the show for you. Yes, sir. But uh, my guy, we have been going over an hour, about an hour and eighteen minutes. Woo! Where the fuck can people follow you, Sonic J? You
1: can follow me everywhere: Spotify, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me at your mom's house. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Sonic J, S-O-N-I-C-J-A-Y, and the number four. Like the fourth time I've been here. Facts.
0: The oh, there'll sh- be a fifth, and I'm sure a sixth as well. There'll be plenty. I before. mean, we always get to talking like nerdy shit, video games yes. and all that stuff. Yes. And like I said, I will hit you up as soon as I watch Guardians this weekend. Yes, and I'm telling you,
1: it's going to be one of the best movies you've ever seen. I will hold you to that. Listen, listen, when you watch it you finish as soon as you step out that theater i want you to message me <laughs> i need to know now i will and i will then, most
0: definitely do that
1: and then um they already have advanced tickets to spider-man and i got my ticket it's at ten thirty, park place mall theater's still empty fire you should reserve a ticket so we can go
0: see it fire when does it drop it's on uh june 1st duly noted Yes. I will make time for that. All right. But uh, if you want to follow the co-hosts of this show, if you can follow Kyle like, at yeah, fucking grinding underscore on underscore a underscore budget. Too many goddamn underscores. I love how the the beat drops when you're like explaining all that too. Yeah. And then you can follow Manny at guy underscore in underscore glasses. I don't know what's with the underscores with my guys, but uh, you can follow me at babyface do If you need these jokes on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, you chuckle fucks. But uh, I'm going to keep the same energy at the end of this show that I do it at the end of every one of our shows. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at MCStizza26 on Snapchat. You can send that shit to Zeus and get left on red and possibly screenshotted because he needs receipts. Yeah. But also follow the show account at CBWMNS. Again, as I said at the top of this show, those DMs are open, so if you have questions for the show, holla at your boys. Send those questions. Facts. I put, I put a message on the Instagram that I was like, you have questions for me and Sonic J, drop them here. And nobody asked any fucking questions. Damn it. Whack. Super whack. Every single one of you. 100%. But uh, this has been the bonus episode, the nerd episode of Cigars and Bars. And there will be another eventually.
1: Yes. We'll, we'll, we, we should just do nerd
0: talk. Facts. We will do that. But we love you guys. Yeah. yeah.